0: Hey everyone, my name is Hi, hello, my name's David.
1: Hey guys, this is Amber.
0: And today, we're
2: joined by a new member of AceWag. Hey guys, my name's Elijah.
0: On today's episode, we'll be discussing something very near and dear to AceWag, the movie about Remy the cooking rat, Ratatouille. Through the lens of Ratatouille, we'll be discussing Remy, the Model Minor rat tea myth, and neo ratism. Welcome to The Basement.
2: How, how does this like tie into like model minority myth?
0: Okay, so
3: fair question. Uh, so it started off as a couple memes around ratatouille, something, something, strawberry, something, something, grapes. Uh, but eventually we realized that there's a lot more to ratatouille than we originally thought. Uh, kind of the theories and things we've been analyzing just as a organization, we realized could easily be applied to ratatouille. Uh, that also started off as a joke. The more we looked into it, the more we realized that it actually has a lot of validity, and it makes uh, an easy analogy in ways that we can kind of analyze uh, specifically Asian American identity politics, like the model minority myth, neoliberalism, all these things uh, kind of uh, reflect themselves in Ratatouille. So we've kind of taken Remy as like the poster child, as like the model minority
0: Yeah, and just to give some info on what the model minority myth entails for anyone listening who isn't familiar with the terminology... The Model Minority Myth pushes the idea that Asian Americans are, as the name suggests, models. This is the stereotypes about being whiz kids, good at math, doctors, etc. Asian Americans are generally seen as like a successful minority. And can someone explain why we're critical of that perception?
1: So the Model Minority Myth pushes the idea of like, if these good minorities can be successful, why can't you? and this idea is like heavily influenced by meritocracy. Um, It ignores the class history, separating educated and technically skilled Asian immigrants from other minority groups and other Asian groups. Um, And this consequently also erases like Asian groups with different histories, some of which include refugees, undocumented immigrants, low income Asians, the history of Asian ethnic enclaves, et cetera.
3: And like my experience, Model minority myth has been very much used as, like, the idea that Asian Americans as a model minority or something to aspire to be, like, this is what, like, a minority should be in the United States. So very much so in terms of, like, look at how successful these Asian immigrants are in the United States. Look how successful, like, these second, third generation Asians are. And using that to kind of hold it against other minority groups.
1: I always knew that, like, the model minority myth was detrimental to me, like, as an Asian American, because I felt like I was always subject to, like, other people's judgment. But I really thought that was, like, all it was. But the reality is that, like, the model minority myth is rooted in more than just Asian stereotypes or putting pressure on Asians or Asians just being sad. Um, it's also rooted in anti-blackness, and this part of the model minority myth is often overlooked.
0: Yeah, and so getting at why exactly, we see Remy as the model minority, um, as the model minority, if you will. In the context of Ratatouille, Remy very much fills this niche of a rat who's exceptionalized through his labor, and he embraces that, which sets him against the other rats throughout the movie. Of course, it's not one-to-one. Remy is one individual rat being compared to rats as a whole, whereas with the model minority myth, it's the identity of Asian-American that's being constructed. But overall, it fits into this idea of exceptionalizing certain groups and certain people based on labor under capitalism and leveraging that against other groups of people in order to uphold systems of inequality and oppression.
3: Yeah, it's also how like they treat Remy throughout
0: the movie, because obviously he's like the main character,
3: which is like protagonist energy, but anyway... It's also just kind of how, like, Remy throughout the entire movie is kind of, like, heralded as, like, the, like, good rat versus, like, the bad rat, which comes up a lot in terms of, like, the commune and how they treat, like, Linguini at first is like, oh, like, you're a rat, like, I'm gonna throw you, I, like, have to kill you, and then it's only because that he's able to cook, and they kind of, like, use this, like, he's seen as useful to, like, human society, therefore, like, Linguini chooses
0: not to kill him. Yeah, and Remy fully buys into this. Um, There's this one scene where the rats are like, Remy, you gotta give us food from the kitchen because we're rats. And Remy's like, no, you're not getting into this kitchen because stealing is bad, which doesn't make sense because, you know, they're rats. They're not gonna, like, pay for it. But that is to say that Remy embraces his model minority status and he uses it against the other rats rather than engaging in rat solidarity, and in that sense, Remy is the Asian-American who has like embraced the model minority status and like upholds the structures of capitalism, of anti-blackness, because they are exceptionalized by society and they buy into that. And I think this is a good segue to talk about Ratatouille and neoliberalism. So we've pretty much already touched upon this in our discussion of the model minority myth of how labor is central to the model minority myth but to put it in explicit terms can someone explain what neoliberalism is and how it ties into our discussion of Ratatouille and the model minority myth? So like Elijah uh,
3: to kind of pull you back in you mentioned like you learned about neoliberalism in like your focus classes, like what did you guys kind of talk about? Because I know in like my experience at like Duke, they definitely didn't talk about neoliberalism.
2: From my, from what I learned in my classes, like neoliberalism is very much in the context of, is like framing this idea that your value in society, like your value in society is relative to the amount of labor and what you can give in terms of labor to society. And it's very much rooted in capitalism, this idea that, we we as a society will value those who can present a high value of labor or a high value of some maybe in another word productivity to society and therefore those who are not able to demonstrate that same level of labor are less valued and it kind of is a justification that those who are of who are able to produce higher labor are more deserving of certain aspects of society that they're deserving of Riches and benefits while those who are not able to produce that same amount of labor are therefore not as justifiable and are therefore not worthy of certain services. That's like my understanding of it. And that's like the basis for a lot of like for the context of like our class, immigration, immigration concerns just like once people stop having a value labor-wise, they're no longer seen as valuable and therefore not needed in society.
0: Just adding to that, another important aspect of neoliberalism is that it naturalizes inequalities. Um, When it comes to valuing labor, one of the biggest myths of neoliberalism is that everyone is on an equal starting point. It's a tired saying that I'm sure many of us have already heard, that we need to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. Um, Under neoliberalism, supposedly all you need to succeed in life, in society, is to just work hard and you'll be successful. But this ignores the systemic inequalities, the structures of racism, anti-blackness, and white supremacy, and the long history of oppression on which America and the Western world are founded. So combining the capitalist valuation of labor and consideration of who is quote-unquote worthy of services that you talked about with the way that neoliberalism erases histories of oppression and assumes that everyone is at an equal point, and if there's any differences in society, it's the fault of the individual. Neoliberalism—it just goes to show how neoliberalism serves to entrench those inequalities.
3: Now, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Especially like if we're gonna bring in Ratatouille again, like we have established that like Remy is the model minority. Uh, but in terms of like how the movie kind of portrays him, like we we obviously he's like, heralded as this, like, minority, or model, but throughout the entire movie, the other, like, rodents are very much seen as, like, dirty, like, literally dirty, or literally, like, lesser than, just because they don't have the capacity to be as productive as Remy in, like, this idea of being able to cook. But I I think that's, like, the very easy connection of, like, Remy being
0: exceptionalized versus, like, the rest of his commune, which is literally a commune. And thinking about the history of Asian immigration, you made the point that rats other than Remy are seen as dirty, and this is really big in perceptions of immigration, both in history and today. Um, Early Asian immigrants and Asian workers were characterized as dirty or diseased and just generally incompatible with Western white values, which became a lot of the basis for subsequent exclusion acts. But at the same time, they were drawn there by capitalists who turned to immigrants as a source of cheap and exploitable labor. And in the post-1965 Immigration Act system, certain specific Asian immigrants who were able to access the class channels of immigration through education or technical skill are now seen as the good model minority immigrants and leveraged against other immigrants, including other Asian immigrants. And other minorities so in exclusion and inclusion we can see how our concepts of like immigration and um, labor are all tied to how exploitable you are under capitalism another thing that you mentioned was comparing Remy the Individual to the Rat Commune which touches on another important aspect of neoliberalism so could you speak more on neoliberalism and individualism? yeah so one of the largest
3: uh the idea one of the largest ideological aspects of neoliberalism is the idea of individualism. So especially in the case of Ratatouille, it's the idea that individual like freedoms and privileges and performance uh is like the ideal. That like that's what you should strive for, versus the idea of uh well, rat socialism, rat communism. Uh in the beginning of the movie, it's very much shown that like Remy his his dad runs this rat commune, and that's where, like, the entire, like, rat community lives. And Remy has a pivotal role in that, in a sense of, he sniffs out poison. Uh, But he decides to abandon his entire community for his personal dream of becoming a cook. So this plays into the idea that uh, Remy's, like, personal aspirations and his individual goals are better than any, or, like, the thing to strive for. So he kind
0: of has his... Abilities to throw everything away. Yeah, like, Remy's job was literally making sure his whole rat commune wasn't poisoned, and we as the audience are supposed to think, like, oh man, Remy's dad just doesn't get it. But um, this neoliberal individualism can be seen in tangible ways in society and policy today. There's things like Reaganomics, which really codified neoliberal policy, cutting social services, because apparently it was, like, holding back the individual or Joe Biden in the middle of this COVID pandemic saying that people don't want handouts they want to work. So it kind of creates this ideological push even at the individual level that like oh like we shouldn't ask for social goods we shouldn't like think that we deserve like basic services to live um we should just like work for it ourselves which once again like, ignores the different circumstances and histories and structures of oppression that people are facing in their material conditions. And to sort of begin wrapping things up, how do we see the model minority myth and neoliberalism intertwined?
2: So the way I see it, especially when we talked about like our personal experiences, the way the model minority myth plays out is that it's all based off of the value that we see ourselves in society, how other people see ourselves into society, that we are valued because we are seen as working harder, that we are able to put in more labor. And that very much plays into this construction of neoliberalism as individualism and your value in society based off of labor, that other people will be able to view you as being able to contribute more to society because of, inherent model minority ideas so all of that translates into this idea that model minority is based off of labor which is itself based off of individualism and neoliberalism
0: yeah thank you so yeah that's a look into a swag and our very extended ratatouille meme to our listeners i hope it was helpful using ratatouille to conceptualize some aspects of asian american politics even as a meme Um, elijah or anyone else Do you have any thoughts on Ratatouille between when we started this podcast and ending it here now?
2: I just find it interesting that, like, because when I think about it, like, when I originally watched this movie, like, as a kid, I saw Remy as, like, this great figure, that, like, this great person that we should look up to because he was able to transcend these challenges. But when I look at it from the perspective of the role that he was supposed to contribute to his, I guess we could call old society of rats that he thought of himself as special and individualistic enough. I think that's a good metaphor for this idea of individualism in our society, or maybe it's not. <laughs> but that was some that was something interesting that I did not think of until it was brought up.
3: Yeah, th- this entire time, uh, a swag. We've spent a very long time talking about Ratatouille, and we even watched it a couple times. And each time, we kind of discover more and more things about Ratatouille that kind of reflective of the things that we see in real life, both the good and bad, and mainly the bad. But it's kind of interesting to see just how, almost on the nose, that the exceptionalism of Remy portrays, or can be kind of uh, an analogy for the modern Norrati uh, that we've kind of been analyzing this entire time. And all of this is to say that uh, even though, you know, Ratatouille is just animated Pixar movie, uh, it's kind of reflective of how, you know, art imitates life and, you know, life is sad or sad, sad reality, so.
0: Thanks for tuning into The Basement. To stay up to date on our podcast, hit that follow button. You can follow us at aswag.duke on Instagram, at Acewag on Twitter, and at Duke on Facebook. If you'd like to contact us, our email is aasduke at gmail.com. All these will be included in our podcast description. If you'd like to join our weekly ASWAG meetings, DM us on any platform and let us know. We meet every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern time over Zoom. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.